Hey there, I'm Kevin Daisy. And I'm Eric Olson. You're listening to the Managing Partners Podcast, where we interview top lawyers about how they're growing their firms. All right, we are live. Welcome, everyone, as you're tuning in. This is another live recording of the Managing Partners Podcast. My name is Kevin Daisy, and I'm your host. I'm also the founder of Array Digital, where we help law firms grow through digital marketing. Today, I have a special guest out of Denver, Colorado, Carrie Slinkard. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So uh, thanks for coming on. Excited to hear more about your story. Uh, we got to ch- chat a little bit backstage, working out some technical issues, which seems to be just you know a trend and yeah. all this technology. We're remote. We're doing Zoom. People are, you know, trying cases off Zoom and, and everything. So always something to deal with, but I appreciate you uh, being resilient and uh, we got that through. So welcome to the show. So let's just jump right in. You know, really just excited to learn more about you and your story and find out more about your firm as well. But, you know, what made you become an attorney? What was your inspiration? And kind of tell us your story. Not the most interesting of stories. So <laughs> I was a history major in college. And I got to my senior year and kind of realized there's not much you can do with a history degree other than maybe become a teacher or something. And that was Jeopardy. You could do Jeopardy. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't want to go into teaching. And so I took the LSAT and I, you know, when I was little, I kind of always had visions of me being, you know, walking into a big building with a briefcase, wearing a suit. And so my parents suggested I go to law school. I took the LSAT. I went to law school graduated from law school and really had no idea what I wanted to do. My cousin, ironically, uh, had a neighbor. His neighbor was an assistant district attorney out here in Colorado. And so he suggested that I just sit down and meet with, uh, meet with his neighbor for coffee. And I did that. That led to an internship at the, one of our prosecutor's offices out here. And I sort of fell in love with criminal work and started kind of my passion for law, which I didn't have prior to that. And so I'm glad I found it. Awesome. Well, you know, it's, everyone's got a different story. And, and honestly, I like that because I have a lot of attorneys on here that say, I didn't want to be a lawyer, you know, and I have yeah. some, that, I have some that are like, my grandma told me I was going to be a lawyer or a doctor. <laughs> and I had, that's it done, you know? So I, you know, I, I like that you, you kind of changed and, and went a different route, but not a place that you're passionate about and that you can do good work. So so give us a little bit more information. What's the name of your firm? And really, what's that, that specialty that you focus on? So the name of my firm is called Frontline Law. We opened about two and a half years ago now. As I mentioned before, I, I started out at the prosecutor's office. I was there for uh, many years. I left there and I went into private practice. Uh, and I did that specifically to help law enforcement officers. I got to be pretty good friends with a bunch of them during uh, my time at the prosecutor's office. And I I could kind of see, you know, the way their departments were treating them and how people on the road kind of treated them while they were on duty. So I left the prosecutor's office to specifically represent uh, and defend law enforcement officers in a variety of different, you know, types of cases. I worked in private practice for a few years. I was a manager at another law firm prior to opening the doors here at Frontline. Uh, And then, like I said, about two and a half years ago, we opened Frontline Law. I had, it was me and two other attorneys. I'm the sole partner, sole owner 
Uh, but yep. now we've grown. There's four lawyers we have here. We're based in Denver, but we take cases for cops all across the state. Oh, excellent. Okay, awesome. So below on your screen, if you're watching this uh, live or on video uh, on YouTube, on our website, uh, website address is just below. It's the frontlinelawyers.com. If you're listening, it's the front lawyers or frontlinelawyers.com. <laughs> check that out. Uh, well, sometimes I'm like, oh, I got to spell it because it's weird last names, but uh, in your yeah, case, nice and easy. So uh, yeah, go check that out. Check out her site. It's, it's an interesting site. It's a really cool site. And if you want to learn more about her firm and, and, and connect with anyone there at her firm, please reach out, especially if you're in the Denver area, if you're an attorney, young attorney, law student, I'm sure she'll be growing, which we'll hear more about in a second. My actually, my, my brother is a, a police officer SWAT up in the DC area, Washington, DC area. Yeah. I got two cousins that were police. My grandfather was police commissioner of my town, actually. You know, I got a lot of family that are yeah. usually running from the cops, you know? So yeah. <laughs> somehow, right. just speeding though. So that's awesome. I love, you know, kind of like what that your focus is in that niche and that you saw yeah. a need for it. And that, that kind of came out of working in the position you had before. Um, and then not to mention you, you kind of started what most people would think was the worst time to start a business right before COVID hit. So basically yeah. about six months, six months into your new firm, bam, COVID. So yeah. what was that effect on your, on you at all? If there was any uh, positive or negative from, from, you know, a business standpoint, not necessarily from, you know, friends or family being sick, but yeah, was there any you know, big impact? it was interesting actually. And I, I hate to say this and of course I don't mean it in a bad way, but I do think, the timing of COVID was actually beneficial for us. Uh, and I say that because there was, there are a lot of growing pains that come with starting a law firm, right? You have to get your software up and running, figure out how you're going to ha have your, your cases set up, your pipeline set up. Um, you got to make sure you have the right staff, good staff. You got to make sure your staff are well-trained. And so when I came and started Frontline Law for my prior private practice firm, I kind of knew how they did it, but they did it in a very old school sort of way where like mm -hmm. timekeeping and time entries, we just did it in email or, you know, that was kind of the, the main way that we were communicating. And so when COVID hit, it gave me an opportunity to sit down with my staff and actually spend a lot more time on the front end, figuring out how we wanted the firm to run and what we wanted to look like once we were up and running, you know, having the time to do that was, was really good for us with law enforcement defense and representing police officers, it's not like cases just sort of stop and don't come back. It's not really typical to a lot of the way other law firms are run. So to a certain extent, a, a lot of cases were just put on hold. And then when COVID started kind of being a little more under control, uh, although cases that had been put on hold previously started coming back and started being active again. And so we were able to sort of jump in with both feet that really solid base and you know when the clients started rolling in cases started coming in at pretty uh pretty high pace we had the good foundation set up already and we were good to go no that's awesome that's a good point there because when you start a business you don't have time to just go all right let's just hang out for a yes. year or so like and figure all this out like it's <laughs> it's go you know even you get one or two things or one a couple of clients it's you're now focused on the business and so some of those things go to the side yeah. You know, that you can't focus on. I would think too, uh, I've had a lot of firms that have come on here that started within a year or two ago. Uh, they also, they started virtual and all the capabilities right at day one where 
older firms, even a couple of years, five years old or more, are trying to like, you know, Catch change up. to this new way of doing business. And so I think that's an advantage of the COVID, you know, startups, I would say, you know, that yeah. they kind of say, hey, man, we got to have Zoom. We got to, you know, be have all this, uh, the case software, you know, we got to be able to work from anywhere. So I think, um, you know, puts you in a good spot versus having like tons of commercial space and all these other things that, you know, we're there to say if you had like a hundred employees, you know, that's, it's a lot of things to carry around. Hey there, this is Eric J. Olson, the CEO of Array Law. If you're ready to work with a world-class digital marketing company, reach out. You can find us online at ArrayLaw.com or call us at any time, 757-333-3021. Yeah, and we had, we had picked out a commercial space and it was in dire need of updating. And so we were going through the contract with our, you know, the commercial real estate people. And so during this COVID process, we actually were, a lot of us were working remotely, working from home. Um, but that gave us a chance to build out the actual commercial space that we wanted. And so, yeah, the timing really couldn't have been better for us. And again, I don't mean that in a bad way. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the reality is we run businesses and we have employees to take care of. We have families to take care of. So yes, COVID, not, not good for many reasons, but we had growth as well. Yeah. Uh, we've hired a ton of people during COVID, you know, so we were able to not only employ everyone, but hire more and they have families. Right. And it is a positive thing. And, I, and a lot of firms that I talked to all did very well. Um, yeah. I haven't really talked to many firms that are like, uh, we're, you know, we're out of business or business is down now. Some with like personal injury or auto accidents. Is that all they did? They saw a, a, you know, a decrease, but most of them do other practice areas that had an increase while they're waiting to try some of the cases that were on hold. So yeah. there are some positives. And I always say be positive no matter what. And uh, there's no need to, to be negative about everything. So yeah. you just got to do what you can. Like you said, when we first got on this call, you're like, I said, how are you doing? You're like, oh, still alive. So <laughs> Another day above ground is always a good day. A good day. So with your practice being a little bit different than others, what do you do to get clients? What what works for you and, and how's that been? Other than, you know, I know you got relationships. I'm sure that's a huge part of it. Yeah. You know, it's been interesting. If there's kind of one thing I've learned through starting a business, it's you never know who's going to remember you and you never know what good you've done for someone in the past that's going to come back and kind of find you again in the future. Uh, when we opened our doors, there were a lot of phone calls and referrals that came to me, um, ironically, from people I hadn't talked to in years and years and years and people I never would have imagined would have remembered me either as a prosecutor or while I worked at the other firm. So I guess lesson number one is always, you know, be nice to people. <laughs> um, and I guess kind of lesson number two is the better work you do for people, obviously referrals come from that. And I would say probably 80% of our client base has come from referrals. Uh, here in Colorado and uh, nationwide, really, there's something called the Fraternal Order of Police. And yeah. the FOP actually has a, a large membership base. And those cops pay into what's called a legal defense fund. And that legal defense fund has a list of approved attorneys who 
are familiar with law enforcement defense and kind of the types of law that we practice when we're working with police officers and uh, sheriff's deputies on a regular basis. And so getting added to that list of sort of qualified and approved attorneys yeah. has also generated a lot of leads for us over the long term and our relationship with FOP is strong and yeah, they've been great to us. Awesome. Excellent. So getting in with these organizations, uh, associations, Yep. Uh, it's great. And it's, you know, same for like my kind of business. It's, it's great to align uh, with groups and be recommended by them, which means yeah. you got to do good work. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You wouldn't last long as an approved attorney if you didn't do good work for the cop. That's true. Yeah. Excellent. So, okay, great. I guess really what I'm kind of thinking is like, what is your plans over the next, you know, I guess for like next year, and then what do you kind of see for the next five years? Like, what is your real vision, I guess, for, for growth? Do you have a clear defined vision? Do you, you know, are you kind of playing it you know, <laughs> month by month or, you know, are you like, I want to do this, 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 and that. So again, no wrong answer. Just interested to yeah. see like where you're going. You're only two years into it. It's a lot to think about, I guess, but what's on the plans? You know, I don't know that we have a specific kind of plan, business plan on the horizon. We are at a point where we have four lawyers here total. Uh, I, of course, have the most experience with law, law enforcement defense out of uh, the four of us. But two of us are former, I guess three of us, if you include me, are all former prosecutors. And we have a fourth attorney who was a former police officer out on the East Coast for many, many years before he went to law school. And, you know, we've kind of hired them at a staggered pace over the course of the last year. But we're finally at a point where they're they're trained pretty well. They've seen a bunch of different types of cases. Uh, they're able to handle their own caseload without you know too much attention from me, uh, which is good. And so we have the client base to support for attorney caseloads. And I think you know I anticipate referrals and leads coming from them also as they kind of create their little niches within the law enforcement community. And we'll just kind of see where it takes us. Our office. Every office in our little space here is full, so I don't know that I'm hiring anyone anytime soon. But uh, you know, if it gets to that point, we'll we'll do that. Well, so I mean, four attorneys in two years is pretty impressive. Uh, yeah, plus, well, there's, there's a lot going on along. Yeah, plus supporting staff. So, you know, based on that, you might be surprised. You'll probably be like, "That's you know, true." <laughs> hey, you always get more space, so you got you got to do what you got to do. But that's that's excellent. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of success, I think, in growth and. A short amount of time yeah so yeah well, that's as, long as, you, as long as you can keep an eye on the type of service that you're providing and make sure no one's slipping through the cracks i agree with that yeah with covid you know probably have a little more time to train and, and have some hands-on experience you know if you just build building processes and systems and i think i had a, an attorney on out of colorado actually they they don't do what you do of course but um they had a really cool like mentorship program built within their their firm they're much they're like 100 people or something like that but they said they were not very their culture was terrible like toxic um they were revolving door for many years and wow. they finally got a system that works but they they got to the point where they have like a attorneys are there they're every attorney mentors other attorneys younger attorneys associates um and they kind of have it built in now which i thought was pretty cool yeah that's um, a great idea yeah so it's like everyone's there to help each other and someone's below you, you kind of have almost like a, not obligation, but yeah. if, you're, if you're part of the team and the culture, then you're naturally going to, you know, help those others. And, and that just helps the whole team grow and get better. So totally agree with that. Yeah. Cool. 
Well, I really appreciate you sharing. Uh, other than the website, so again, if you're listening, tuning in, uh, thefrontlinelawyers.com. Go check it out so you can learn more about Carrie. If someone want to reach out to you, an attorney or someone in the area, uh, what's the best way for them to connect with you directly? Oh, I would say probably calling our main number, 720-282-1266. Uh, we also have a Facebook page, just Frontline Law. And then our website, okay. too, I think has all our contact info and a direct email access to our management, office management staff who will direct callers or email writers as needed. Awesome. Okay, well, I won't take up too much of your time. <laughs> get back to Bill and you're, she's, uh, well, you're in Colorado, so uh, it, at the recording time, it's almost the end of my day, it's almost five, and, and for her, it's, what, you two hours behind? Yeah, it's about 2.45 right now. Yeah, so she's got plenty of day left. You should probably work late and started her own business. Yes. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you much. Well, Carrie, stay on with me. We'll stop the recording uh, so we can chat just a little bit backstage. Okay. Everyone else, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we'll have Carrie's episode up on our website soon. It'll also be up on our YouTube channel. She'll be up on our social media. So just look for more from Carrie soon as we get some of this out. It'll also be up on the podcast and the audio version on Apple, Google, Spotify and every other platform you can think of. Uh, so just look for her content coming out soon. And um, if you need help with your law firm, website, SEO, any kind of marketing, that's what we do. Reach out to me or my team. You can go to our website too, arraylaw.com. And even if you've got questions, we're happy to answer those for you. Carrie, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, everyone else, we will see you soon. Thank you. We've been recording this podcast free of charge for years. Hopefully, you're getting amazing value out of it. We don't ask for much, but would you do us one favor? Would you tell just one person about this podcast? If you get any value whatsoever, all we ask, and we'd greatly appreciate it, is share the podcast with one person just like you.